A note. Following advice from work-life imbalance may lead to action being taken by HR, your family, the authorities, or higher powers. Welcome to Work-Life Imbalance, an advice show focusing on workplace and lifestyle issues. Any resemblance to actual advice, living or dead, or actual wisdom is purely coincidental. I'm your monstrous manager, Frank Eastman. And I'm your lovable office companion, Derek Lewis. Today, we'll be doing something a little bit different, a little lean, mostly due to my own human weakness and vacations. But first... Time for the daily stand-up, Derek. Hit me. So today, I say I that every time. I really need to get a better catchphrase than than hit me. Slap it on there. Yeah, no, slap it on down. <laughs> I don't know if that one will necessarily work. <laughs> slap me. <laughs> I was gonna anyway. talk about water parks. Oh, I haven't been to one in fifteen years, so you'll have to tell me about the te- technological updates that have happened to them. I was going to say, I haven't been to a water park in probably longer than that up until very, very recently. <laughs> uh, and and being me and, and me shaped, I didn't exactly enjoy the water sports. <laughs> okay. D- you can't say that phrase. That, that has taken <laughs> on a whole new meaning in the internet era. Uh, water festivities. There the we go. The water nobody, festivities. Nobody can make a pee-pee joke out of that one. <laughs> There are no tapes hanging out in Russian hands right now of my vacation. Good. But, but no, uh, so water festivities. Yeah, we, we went to a water park and it was pretty cool. It was one of those kind of inclusive it was not resorts. Cool. I bet it was fucking hot. Actually, it wasn't because we went to what? the Great White North. Not, not white as in snow, but white as in it was filled with white people. Wisconsin. <laughs> Oh god, what what was the temperature up there? It was hovering uh right around like 72 to 75 uh oh, for most fuck of it. My life. Why do we live down here, Frank? Holy shit. I don't know. Bad oh. judgment, poor decision making. I I am not exactly <laughs> sure why we live in like the armpit of the planet. Something with a little bit more climate other than freezing cold and then immediately going to searing hot. Uh, I mean, today the temperature outside got up to 95, according to my car, with like <laughs> 80% humidity. It was absolutely insane. Mm. So while we were up there, we went to the Wisconsin Dells area and uh, went to went to a water park up there. And it was, it was quite a bit of fun. I didn't go on a lot of the water things, <laughs> uh, mostly because I didn't want there to be one of those news at 11 fat man <laughs> stuck in a tube. I was about to say... <laughs> I didn't want to wind up with the fucking evening news. <laughs> Alabama man stuck in tube. <laughs> For, see, Florida man is known for like drugs and his uh, violent antics. Alabama man just gets stuck in things that humans shouldn't get stuck in. Like exactly. That's, that's, I guess. I guess that's better, but it's still not good. <laughs> 
but overall, like, I think the family had a, a lot of fun. Everybody enjoyed themselves. And, and for the most part, I enjoyed myself quite a bit as well. I hung out while everyone else had fun in the water at uh, mm-hmm. either the, well, at several uh, waterside bars. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad time at all. Now, are they the swim-up kind, uh, or were they just the, while you're near the pool, go get drunk? No, they were just while you were near the pool. Okay. Uh, so th- that worked out better for me anyway. I didn't exactly want to be soaking wet and trying to drink without getting bumped into by people, so. <laughs> Plus, it sounds like less of a like a hazard situation, because... If there's anything that I don't want to be while in a pool, it is incapacitatedly drunk. Like, that sounds like a bad time. <laughs> that sounds like a bad time. For me, the only thing I can think of is just due to splashing, I'm sure I'm going to get 60 to 100 cc's of that delicious chlorinated people soup. <laughs> delicious chlorinated pee-pee. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a mixer. That's not a spritzer that I necessarily want to take. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you just ask him for uh for some vodka neat, and you just go and just dunk it in the in the chlorinated pool. <laughs> I like to live dangerously. Uh. <laughs> but it was it was a pretty good time. I got to read a book. Like the kids played in the water and went on water slides and all all that kind of stuff. And I you know sat there and had a whiskey soda and read a couple of novels. You know. If you had told me that like 10 years ago, I would have thought that's the lamest shit ever. But now I'm like, that is probably the most relaxing thing you could possibly do at a water park. Like, (laughs) I am totally into that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. I mean, for me, that was, that was, everybody was like, are you sure that you're having fun? And I'm like, yeah, I was until you started asking me about whether or not I was having fun. (laughs) Because, because the, the main thing that will allow people to have fun is asking whether or not they're having fun. I mean, it works at concerts, I guess. And, but you know, that, that's not exactly what I would say starts. The fun is being <laughs> given the third degree about whether or not you're having fun. But it was, it was a really nice sort of, sort of place. Although I, I imagine you probably don't know much about the Wisconsin Dells and I I'm originally from Wisconsin. So the, the Dells are sort of one of those childhood things that I s- somewhat remember. Yeah. And one of the things that the Dells is famous for are the duck boats. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you had seen that they were in the news recently for terrible tragedies, but the terrible tragedy that befell other people riding a duck boat happened to strike just as we arrived at the Dells, which is, which is kind of famous for the duck boats. So there was, there was no duck boating to be had and, uh, it, it didn't necessarily, you know, cast a pall over it for the kids. Cause I wasn't like, guess what kids? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't going there specifically for the duck boats. But but before we before we go on, I do have to ask, are they boats shaped like ducks or are they like D U C T like ducked boats? No, so they're 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 really cool. Um and I don't you know, they were never meant to be a tourist thing, but they're uh, actually uh-huh. from uh originally from World War II, they're landing craft. So they're amphibious trucks. And and so it's this big tall truck, and then it's got a watertight hull, and it literally just drives off the dock into the water, 
and oh. then it's a boat and it you know rides around <laughs> on the boat and gives you a boat tour yeah i can totally see how that might lead to some sort of like tragedy cuz i mean yeah like drunk driving aside like you could you could just straight up just like drive off the pier and like i don't know maybe maybe i was sitting in the front of the boat and, and weighed the nose down a little too much <laughs> yeah it 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 wasn't a good scene um i i don't know everything about the story it was just kind of one of those things that as i arrived in the dells my phone started blowing up with like my mother saying don't don't go on the ducks there <laughs> That is the most mom thing to do. Know that there is a danger in the area and they start blowing you up as soon as you hit the, like the county line. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. 100%. Like, of course I wasn't checking the news, but of course she would be checking the news for shit that might go wrong in the Wisconsin Dells, <laughs> like 2000 miles away or whatever. <laughs> I, I heard there's an outbreak of E. coli in North Dakota. It might come, it, it might come and get you. <laughs> you might Thanks, be going Mom. through North Dakota. Don't eat the lettuce. <laughs> but but other than that, yeah. we had quite a bit of fun. I mean, it sounds delightful. I mean, it. I I guess the best adjective I would have for that would be. I mean, and it sounds kind of quaint, but I mean, it kind of seems like that's the whole gig. Like that's the entire idea of going to that area in Wisconsin. Oh yeah, I mean it is it is 110% a tourist trap. And one of the interesting things is having done a little bit of traveling around the US, like every tourist trap sort of feels the same and they all feel right. like they got started in the late 50s, early 60s and as little about them has changed as possible. Right. Cuz a lot of things you're describing except for, you know, like the <laughs> the tragedy boats um, you know, a lot of that is kind of found in places like Gatlinburg and things like that, which is some place that I'd, I'd been to a lot more than, than other places. But, but yeah, yeah. it has that kind of that quaint, uh, that, that quaint towny tourist trap charm to it. It's the kind of place where you can go and sit down at a distillery and, you know, they will bring you their, their medium, uh, grade whiskey and it's a nice time. I, I had a really good right. time. There was there was a distillery that I I stopped at and they had um, some pretty nice shandies and it wasn't just a shandy so you know like a, a beer with lemonade in it they right. uh, they had the shandy and then they dropped a white lightning bomb in it <laughs> nice <laughs> so I was like after two of those I was like mm, it's kind of raining outside I don't really give a care <laughs> yeah nothing like a uh... Nothing like a little dose of white lightning to, to help you put up with quaint Americana. <laughs> but no, there, there there's a very good reason why I don't go to, to water parks that often. And by and large, uh, people go to water parks so that they're not assaulted by uh, large sea beasts. And, you know, whenever I show up, you know, they're, you know, they, they start ringing the bells like, <laughs> here comes the sea beast. And I'm like, no, guys, guys, it's just a, it's just a great you know, swim trunks, maybe a tank top. Like I know that I'm thematically, may, maybe thematically sized for some sort of sea beast, but you don't, you don't got to make a guy feel self-conscious. Instead Come of the on. great white, you're merely the, yeah, okay, white. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, cutting me down. Ooh. <laughs> 
here I was thinking I was the only one that was going to be denigrating to my self-esteem, and I knew I could count on you for <laughs> for one more just to grind that toe into the dirt. What are friends for? <laughs> All right, Derek, in the interest of time, you want to take the elevator to accounting? Let's go. All right, Frank, you want to hit me with a little review retrospective? Let's get into the review retrospective. First up, Workplace Comedy, five stars, by Timmy Jizz Awesome. <laughs> My guess is that Timmy J is awesome, but... No, I think it's Timmy G is awesome, but yeah. Oh, okay, there we go. Timmy G is awesome? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Workplace comedy in pod form. Imagine if some of the characters from The Office or Parks and Rec ran a weekly advice show. This most likely would be the result. Word of caution, the hilarious advice in this show will most likely get you fired. It's <laughs> nice to have show that is out there parroting the business growth pods. Definitely unique and creative. I will See, I will triple dip the disclaimer that yes, if you follow the advice, whatever semblance of advice we may give, you will get fired. So I mean right on the money, Timmy G. <laughs> yep, that's it. And now I feel bad about making that Timmy Jizz joke. Because <laughs> you, you said some nice things. So <laughs> He did say some nice things. Next up we've got So Fun, five stars by T A Account. We are new fans and hooked. The hosts have great banter and humor. You will absolutely laugh out loud. Most of us have day jobs, and these guys take stories about the workplace to another level. Sort of like Office Space meets a podcast. We are in. Also, they've got some amazing creative ideas for everything from barbecue sauce issues, at tedious work lunches, to revenge on a lazy coworker. Don't take their advice if you want to keep your job. Keep it up, guys. <laughs> See, I'm glad people are getting the message. Like, as I was worried when we started this, were people going to actually know that this is uh, this is satire at best? Uh, just useless drivel at the worst. Um, but yeah, it sounds like people are getting the message that this is, uh, this is purely for comedy and you shouldn't follow directions. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that one was from Two Girls on a Bench, some of the friends of the show. Hi, Trisha. Hi, Shauna. <laughs> I have to say, which one of us is the one with the red swing line at this point? Because that was back-to-back -back comparisons with the... Uh, no, it wasn't Office Space. It was, it was the Parks Office. And Rec. The Office and Parks and Rec. Okay, so we've got... We've already established that you are Ron Swanson. Hey, man, I'll fucking take it. If someone will take a recording of me sitting there for 12 hours slowly <laughs> drinking whiskey in front of a fire... Yeah, on a good day, I am the uh, the pre-hotness Chris Pratt. So, <laughs> but you're working on your fitness, so you're getting to Star Lord Chris Pratt. That's that. Is, if I can get halfway there, I think I will have achieved something. But <laughs> and if I can maybe get to Groot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, thank you for the input, uh, or thank you for the reviews. Those are very nice. We appreciate all of them. All right, and it is now time for the Indie Podcast Corner. 
This I, is my favorite part of the show. Not not the indie podcast corner itself, but like the intro theme. <laughs> the that's intro. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the show. Gather round, kitties. Let me spin you a tale of audio adventure from two fat guys so pale. We found these shows and we laughed till we pooed, and we've got a feeling that you'll like them too. The indie podcast corner. In this segment, we take a few minutes to tell you about a new podcast that we've been enjoying that we think you'll enjoy too. This week's featured podcast is the Brooke Reading Podcast. The host is Melissa, not Brooke as the name might initially suggest. Wait a minute. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you've already hit upon <laughs> my uh, my initial issue with this. I yeah. thought it was Brooke reading things to me. How, why is Melissa reading things to me? No, it is, uh, it is uh, a lady named Melissa, and she is... In fic in the fiction of the podcast, she is reading to you near a brook, which that's cool and all. It's nice and soothing. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Yeah, so it's a good like centerpiece for for the uh, the other fiction and I guess somewhat nonfiction. Uh, this is really going off the rails. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> I don't know what I fucking expected, Melissa. I'm sorry. I tried to do this straight, and I knew that us two chuckle fucks could not do it right the first time. Uh, the show is basically a book club in a podcast. She picks books, announces it ahead of time, gets listener feedback and questions, and then presents her thoughts along with the audience input to make you really feel like you're a part of the conversation. Some of the books covered uh, in the recent past have been The Outsiders, Persuasion, The Picture of Dorian Gray, 1984, and many, many more. Melissa does a fantastic job of keeping even the most dense content extremely interesting and has plenty of wit to mix in and keep it light. If you love books, this is absolutely the podcast for you. You can find her on Twitter at Brooke Reading Pod. That is B-R-O-O-O-K Reading Pod. Go check it out. So is is in the podcast, is there the sound of the brook? I think originally there was. And then she was like, that could lead to problems if I've had like a big gulp and I'm trying to make my way to work. (laughs) I think that's the exact thing that she cited as the reason that she doesn't do it anymore. Because the episodes that I've listened to that she hasn't had the uh, the brook in there. But uh, yeah, I think she she got a couple of people be like, I love your podcast, but uh, I got to take like three tinkle breaks during the middle of it. And (laughs) No, that that definitely sounds like an interesting listen because uh, a lot of the books you named off are definitely you know some of my favorites. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, you know 1984. That that one might be a little bit more. Um, I mean, we're living it now, so yeah. it, it's kind of relevant, <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that this might be more of a, a podcast for you, says so, because some of the other ones have been kind of spoopy, you know, some some spooky podcasts, and this and it, this, yeah, I mean, you literally mentioned like reading a book while other people were having fun, so I mean, this has to be somewhere up your alley. I mean, I wouldn't be a middle manager if the things that I enjoyed <laughs> weren't the like most tedious and boring fucking things anyone else can think of. Everyone else is like having a good time sliding down water slides, and I'm over there paging through a novel. To each their own. Frank, it takes all kinds of folks. 
You can rewind it. You can rewind it. This is Alexa from the You Can Rewind It podcast. Remember those movies you loved as a kid? What would happen if you rewatched those favorites from your childhood? Would you still like them? My husband Brock and I are on a mission to watch these 80s classics to see if they still hold up today and if we'd give them a rewind. Check out our podcast, You Can Rewind It, on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And remember, just because you can rewind it doesn't mean you should. Sorry, I had a little burp bubble come up there. (laughs) Hold on a second while I burp myself. Okay, I think we're good. (laughs) Where do you put the little burp rag if you're burping yourself? That's where I want to Well, see, the good thing is I'm recording in a closet now, so I'm surrounded by, like, shirts that could easily act as burp rags. So, in this day and age, we've now forced you back into the closet. You know, I thought about that. And whether or not to mention anything about it uh, on the podcast, because I it might take a certain direction. Um, but the thing is, nobody would believe that because if I if I were, there's no way I would keep quiet about it. I would be, <laughs> I would be the most scantily clad like proud guy in the parade. So <laughs> I am I am uh, literally in the closet, not metaphorically. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. I mean. To to give it away, I think I too am essentially recording in a closet. My closet's just a little bit larger than than yours is, I believe. So we can we should probably take a uh, uh, we can take a little bit of a cue from two girls on a bench and change our podcast to two guys in a closet. I mean, with me reviewing things like uh, that uh, Ken doll from the early nineties <laughs> and Chuck Tingle yeah. books, Cockering Ken, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty much two guys in the closet already, so. <laughs> we do talk a lot about Guy Fieri's semen a lot. Like, an unconscionable amount of Guy Fieri semen. <laughs> I don't think anybody in the gay community wants to hear that much about <laughs> Guy Fieri's semen. <laughs> it's it's spicy. <laughs> do you think he gels his his pubes? <laughs> uh, oh god i got little got little frosted tips on them little frosted tips going on in the downstairs area <laughs> we are not helping our case frank um <laughs> no we are not Derek. <laughs> anyway uh why don't you hit me with a nice old question from the audience question from the audience this one's actually pretty super simple and short and we'll see how it goes. The question is suspenders or belt sent in by curious Chris. I'm kind of two minds on that one. Uh, personally, I wear a belt, but I realize that suspenders would be far more functional for my particular body type, um, which yeah. is you know, large rotund. And, and it's weird. Like, I describe myself as about 75% torso. So like my, my, my hips. (laughs) So you're just essentially a Mr. Potato head. Well, I, I wish you were more wrong because the thing is like my, my hips are, are relatively, if you looked at a normal person and pointed at where their hips should be, it's about like four inches above my hips. So like 
I was going to anyway. say your hips don't lie, but apparently they do on the ground. My, exactly. My yeah, they they both lie because of where you you think they are and because they're near the ground. But no, so like like my my pants sit kind of low, so it's hard for me to find like shirts that are long enough but aren't, you know, you know 10x basically. It's it it would be far more practical for me to just like say fuck it, you know, let's let's forego the belt and just wear suspenders and you know maybe pants that go a little bit higher than the than the normal waist and voila things are <laughs> the downstairs mix up is covered and you know don't have to buy like super long shirts but yeah how about you frank what what camp are you in i mean i'm i'm in the exact same boat that you're in which surprise surprise i guess which is to say like <laughs> my body type would be much better served with suspenders but i do own only belts Right. Because well, like suspenders are either like you, you're either the suspenders are on somebody's 80 year old grandfather uh-huh. or invariably it's like a model, like a female <laughs> model doing like a sexy Andro look. Like right. that's, that's the only <laughs> two groups of people that can get away with suspenders. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And, and the th- well, the thing is, is that like, you know, when, when you think about, suspenders like you think it you know whatever you're wearing you know minus maybe like a blazer like the suspenders are going over it well one thing that i had had learned from the uh essentially whenever i try to start dressing better and things like that after getting out of college you know tried to find some things to uh we we've discussed my particular the particular complexities of making my body look look good look acceptable um, and so, <laughs> you know, essentially you can kind of like put on your, uh, put on your undershirt, put on your pants, and then it's and then kind of like between your undershirt and your like button up or overshirt or whatever, you can put the suspenders in there, which I thought was a very novel concept. Of course, you know, you know, lean back or lean forward, you're still going to see the suspenders, but, uh, by and large, they are mostly hidden. And I thought, I thought that was a novel approach. I haven't, I haven't tried it myself. Because, like, the, the thing is, even if nobody else knows that I'm wearing suspenders, I know that I'm wearing suspenders, and I feel goofy. Not not that everybody that wears suspenders is goofy. I just, I just have this thing where, if I'm wearing suspenders, I feel like I'm four. Because that was the last time I wore suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> I have pictures. But, yeah, like, because one of my concerns is most of my wardrobe consists of, like, khakis. And then like a box hem uh, sports shirt that right. I can wear untucked. Like that's pretty much my, my wardrobe uniform. Right. Because uh, I, I don't necessarily wear a lot of jackets because jackets are, are hard to fit. And as we have covered multiple times in the past, like it would require a, a decent amount of money to be dropped on some bespoke suits for me. Yep. So yeah, the the problem with that whole thing is it's a lot like trying to put a rubber band on a beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I've got to get it like in exactly the middle of the gut region and then cinch down pretty good or the pants just fall off. So I could see where suspenders would be like a, a pretty big help there and would probably give me a, a better overall silhouette. <laughs> kind of a bifurcated watermelon is not a great look, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Especially, I think you've seen those videos online where they take the watermelon and uh, and keep adding them to it. 
if you ever start wearing like multiple belts and you just keep adding more belts, I will start to get worried that your that your kids are slowly doing that to you. Eventually, I'm just going to explode. <laughs> that that sounds like an unpleasant meeting. <laughs> so so yeah, I think we're both in the belt camp, though we both have body shapes that would be better suited for suspenders. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I might I might bite the bullet uh, at some point and get some suspenders because I know they've they've also got like all plastic suspenders specifically for travel. Oh, okay. And one of the least favorite parts of the whole travel <laughs> deal for me when I'm getting on the airplane is to take off your belt and put it on the the conveyor belt because it's it's a fucking dangerous move. Like you've got a very slim margin of time to where you essentially have to take it take it off carefully walk, get in the scanners, you know, do a couple jumping jacks and hope that you can retwe- retrieve your belt before the slow oh, yeah. slide into ass town. <laughs> I mean, we are, we are one bump. We are one fast move from me doing the perv waddle. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I'm getting such such evocative mental images from that right now. <laughs> uh, and then and then I get taken out by the TSA and they, they dogpile on me and it's just a bad scene. I, I'm not really interested in that. <laughs> Goodness, the, the the joys of of traveling while overweight. Yeah, no, it's it's not great. I would say we could bring suspenders back. Because as I said, suspenders is kind of a look for, well, I originally said it was a look for like 80-year-old men and models doing a cross-dressing sort of thing. But mm-hmm. I, I know it's also semi-popular with the hipster crowd, I think. Right. But I, I think the problem with us bringing it back is that, you know, we would probably do the whole suspenders under the shirt thing. And uh-huh. then it's not really a style. No one can see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't necessarily make a fashion statement. I mean, we would know, but uh, hopefully nobody else would know. All <laughs> we've done like... at that point is just made ourselves more comfortable, and I think that's the opposite of what fashion is. Absolutely. <laughs> kind of reminds me of, uh, what was it? Uh, it might have been like a lingerie thing, but for some reason, like, going commando is what it's applying to uh, in my brain. But it's like, nobody else will know. But you will know. <laughs> I hope nobody else will know when I go commando. That which is yeah. never. I'll put that fucking out there. It is literally never. I have not gone commando since like I don't know. I imagine I probably shit myself on a picnic trip when I was three. <laughs> since then I have worn underwear like a goddamn adult. Like a, like I haven't shit yourself person. on a picnic trip since you were thirty. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> wait, no, no, I, I didn't say that. I said that I haven't gone commando. Uh, I did not say there were no more like picnic shitting incidents between then and now. <laughs> oh, hell. All right, Derek, you want to punch the clock? But thank you so much for listening to the show. If you'd like to support us, you can buy us a coffee or two at bit.ly forward slash W-L-I-K-O-F-I. You can also visit our merch store at bit.ly forward slash WLIMerch. If you have any questions you'd like for us to answer on air, send them to questions at WLICast.com. 
You can visit us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash WLICast or on Twitter at WLMBalance and use the hashtag WLICast. This has been the Work-Life Imbalance Podcast. I'm Frank Eastman. I'm Derek Lewis. And with that, I think we're going to have to transfer you.